High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Our next guest is a reminder of that. Vivian Kanan. I hope I've pronounced Vivian's surname correctly. She certainly will correct me if I haven't. She is the founder of AHA Africa. And it's a podcast that tells stories of people during lockdown, and very specifically people who are doing incredible things, who are doing good, random acts of kindness. So isn't that wonderful? Because I'm sure she is just inundated with good news. Vivian, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thank you so much for having me. It's so lovely to be here today. Oh, by the way, did I pronounce your name correctly? Is it Kanan? Kanan? How do I pronounce that? Okay, my surname is Cannon. Cannon! Well, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) There I was turning it into something else. But it's really, really lovely, Vivian. Thank you for joining us. You know, uh, COVID-19 has got a lot of people thinking and doing extraordinary things and creating new things. Where did the idea come from in terms of, you know, I'm going to start a podcast and it's going to be called Aha Africa? Where, where did that come from? So it's so true. We have so many heroes in South Africa right now that are really stepping up every day and really risking their own lives for our vulnerable people and animals. But when we first went into lockdown, I've noticed in a lot of individual groups on WhatsApp and Facebook that people were really calling out for things like donations and volunteers, but they were all in isolation. So I really decided to just create this non-profit podcast platform with the theme Care in Crisis and to just invite those people from the front line of the pandemic to come, to share their stories with us as community to tell us how we can help, and then also another way to just give back to the community, to share stories that are uplifting and inspiring by people that are also doing incredible things during this time. Mm. So, Vivian, give us a bit of a history. I mean, that you, I, I love the idea, and we're going to certainly go into that into in more detail. But what 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 is your background? Why why were you drawn to this? So it was a call-in, and you can call it from God or whatever. I literally, on the Friday, I had this knowing that came into me that I must do a podcast platform. And I know it might sound really, really strange because I've never interviewed, I've never done podcasting, and I've never done the technology that one needs in order to edit the podcast in. So my fears were, um, (laughs) it's been a huge learning curve. But I like to say to people that my own personal fears were really irrelevant compared to the needs in our community. And that was really the calling for me, was to really just embrace my fear, do my best, and to spread the messages in any way that I could to help to get the help on the front line, and it's just been an incredible journey. You just said get on with it. Get over it and get on with it. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I dug deep, and, you know, I actually I've shared in several of these interviews where I'm just so blessed to come and share the stories of others with the likes of you that I really was a very reluctant frontline person. When I first started getting interviews to come and share the stories with the media, I really was quite resistant. And I was like, why am I getting called? You know, it's the stories that I want to highlight. But I guess what I've really felt so privileged in this position is I am the storyteller. 
And these people are working so tirelessly. They don't have time to tell the stories and they don't have time to put their needs and requests out to the community. So it's an absolute privilege for me to be that for them. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that also with COVID, you know, the, the need to contribute and the need to be in action and assist others is so much greater than ever before. And I know that speaking to people, um, Viviana, so many people feel kind of paralyzed. They, they're in the state where, um, they, they want to help, but they don't know how to help. Um, they see the great need, um, and, and, and they, they, there's something that they want to do, but they're not sure what to do. Is, is that kind of your aim as well is creating that link so that people can reach out, can help, or is it more just to highlight the story? So really, my intention was just a hope that people would come to my platform, which is ahaafrica.com, listen to the podcast, share ways with other friends and family, how they can donate, how they can help, and just find out where help is needed most. And really, the biggest thing for me that I've discovered in this journey is Individually, we do feel helpless, Nikki, but when we get together and we get behind something that we're passionate about, and it's also important to just emphasize this isn't just about our vulnerable people, it's also about our vulnerable animals in South Africa. And we are an animal-loving nation, but we must remember that the animals are also extremely vulnerable, and there's incredible work being done on the ground by charities like Krabo Animal Welfare Society, who have had to take in vulnerable animals where owners can't afford to feed them anymore. Where I, I saw something devastating the other day, an owner died, and so their, their dog has had to be surrendered. And it's really, we all have a passion and an individual calling within that resonates with us. So I often get asked, you know, tell me your favorite story or the story that's on your heart the most. And it's impossible for me to share that because there's just so many. But we mustn't forget that the animals during this time are helping people in COVID. They're offering companionship. They're helping us to exercise. They're helping us to de-stress. So it's also not to forget about them. And in line with that, Nikki, I've really been interviewing the likes of the Two Oceans Aquarium Education Foundation who rely heavily on funding for people going to the likes of the aquarium in order for us to have our marine life conserved. So conservation has been incredibly negatively impacted during this time. And that is obviously not only going to affect our generation, but our children's generation and so on. So there's so many needs out there and it is easy, I do think, for people to become overwhelmed. So I guess part of my hope an intention in giving this platform is if people just find one cause or I even say to people, if you don't have the ability to donate financially, just share the stories so that a family member who maybe likes to cook would get involved in a feeding project or it's just every person. It doesn't matter the smallest thing really does mm. make the biggest difference. If we do it collectively, it's incredible the mm. power of the collective. Yeah, it is. I remember Ronald Reagan, a beautiful quote. He said, um, we can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. 
And that's profound. And I think that that's what you're saying. So this, yeah, so the sense of, you know, overwhelm that it's so big, that the need is so big where sometimes people go, well, I can't do anything. You're really trying to push and you're saying whatever you can do, do. And if everyone has that attitude, then collectively, um, it kind of links up with our, our guest before, Leonard Lowe says, you know, like this inner awakening, this consciousness. The yeah. more we do it as individuals, collectively, we're going to do so much. So here we are really in practice of, of that um, during Corona. So so perhaps you can tell us, um, Vivian, because we will get you stopping for a, a break in, in just a moment. Um, yeah. but, and after the break, we'll talk about, because you just said people ask you about your favorite stories and it's difficult to, <laughs> to pin to, to pinpoint a particular story, but how, how do you, you know, um, without getting very emotionally involved, I mean, you want to be emotionally involved, but you certainly don't want to be paralyzed because you're so emotionally involved. How do you do it? How do you choose which stories to promote? How do you find people? How do you get their stories? How are you operating in terms of that? So for me, Nikki, the answer has been grace. It has been incredible how the stories have weaved together and how one person has stood up and I've approached them to interview them and in turn that person has then referred somebody else. So, you know, I interviewed Lita Curry, who's doing incredible work. She's she's creating educational memes that have really been saving lives in the rural communities and within our vulnerable township areas where people have been showed the memes and learned through picture how to stay safe and how to keep their family safe during COVID. And then she referred me to a beautiful person called Jules Newton, who's heading up Avocado Vision. And they're working with the government to pioneer green initiatives during COVID. And what was so wonderful about this story for me and really uplifted me whilst I was dealing with so many sad stories is here we are in the heart of the pandemic and Avocado Vision is working together with the government on green, sustainable projects and initiatives that will not only help to create jobs, but they're also looking for a green and more sustainable future tomorrow. And it just reminded me, Nikki, the pandemic will one day pass. But it's how we get mm. through it that's so critical. Mm. It will define so much is how we get through that. We're going to take a break, Vivian. Please stay with us. We're going to be right sure. back with you. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, if you have just tuned in, welcome. This is the DL Link Show. You've missed uh, quite a bit of really informative, inspiring and uplifting information. Um, so I'd like to just take the opportunity to remind you that if you have missed part of the show, if you'd like to listen to the show again, um, we do um, put the podcast on the Chai FM website. So you just have to go to the podcast session and just uh, select Thursday and select Life Links and all the shows are there and you can listen to them um, at your own leisure. Um, we are really talking about the good news, the good stories, the wonderful things that are happening in South Africa. Sometimes we think that everything has come to a halt. Um, we just have to listen to the news and it right, does sound very, very bleak. Um, but as our guest Vivian Cannon has shown us, has uh, and it's her mission at the moment, is that um, on her podcast, Aha Africa, that there 
are so many incredible stories. So you were talking about just before the break, Vivian, you were talking about the avocado vision, the aquarium, the, the foundation. You were talking about Lisa Curry and the extraordinary work she's doing in the townships with these memes. And, you know, as you're talking about it, so I, I get this feeling in my body. I get this sense of hope and I get this sense of optimism and I get this sense of excitement. And, and that really, we have to very consciously work on that, on working on that so that we do feel better uh, about what is happening. So how, Vivian, can people get involved if people have got good stories, if people want to get involved with the story um, that you've been sharing with everyone? How do they do it? So I just really encourage people to visit the platform ahaafrica.com, and that's A-H-A because I've had a lot of eureka and aha moments. And (laughs) everything is housed there. And this is really a non-profit. I'm not earning any money. I'm literally working around the clock to get these podcasts out for people. And it's really not my intention to tell people what to do, how to do. You know, like this was a calling for me that just arose in lockdown. And it's my way of serving and giving back. And I just know that that's actually... For me, the best way that grace flows. So for me to just say to people, go see the stories there, see if there's something that resonates. And, you know, I just really want to share something that people within the charities and those that are on the front line, you know, they give in so much of themselves. And Brenda Goldswin, she actually is for the uh, working for the Lakeside Can Group. And she shared something that was actually quite profound. She said, she doesn't know her neighbor very well, but she's obviously out every day feeding incredibly uh, vulnerable people. And her neighbor noticed that she was never home. And she reached out and she she found out that Brenda was out really serving on the front line. And her neighbor just now has taken it upon herself to cook Brenda dinner every night and just let her know, let me know when you're home and oh. your dinner will be delivered. You know, it's these oh. things. And I, it, you yeah. know, when, you, when you came back, Nikki, and you said that it's, you're just feeling, you know, full of hope and that I got real goosebumps because I think if there's anything that I have personally found through this journey of the podcasting over lockdown is it really has helped me to restore my faith in humanity. I have heard incredible stories, but really we have the most amazing heroes in our day-to-day people. You know, Lorraine Morco is a social worker in her day-to-day field of expertise, but she, when COVID hit, she set up over 32 feeding stations within the Freyfront area, feeding 80,000 people, 32,000 of which are vulnerable children, and they live in one square kilometer. So, you know, these are people that have just stood up, they've masked up, and they've gone and they've served their community. But what's important and what's been interesting for me as well, Nikki, is As the different stages of the pandemic has evolved and gone further towards the peak, what's been interesting is initially my focus was very much on getting help to the front lines. But as the pandemic has reached its peak, our people in our communities, in our homes, in lockdown are now the ones that I've started to focus on. They're really struggling. And so my shift has now moved towards interviewing people like Lyndall Daly, who's a dynamic life design coach. She believes in empowering others to empower themselves. Johan Sester is a clinical psychologist who he's 30 years in practice and he comes and shares a mindfulness series with me every couple of weeks. 
And then also I interviewed the legendary Peter Fox, who has been a spiritual director at St. Luke's Hospice for 17 years. And it's the messages that they are now able to give back to the community who are really struggling. There's a lot of people really depressed, having a lot of anxiety. And so my focus has now actually gone back into the community to just offer these podcasts where I am getting wonderful feedback, that people are taking these mindfulness practices and and really learning from them to also keep themselves mentally well during this time. Well, Vivian, you are doing an extraordinary job, um, and I can just hear the kind of uh, inner satisfaction and growth and everything that you get out of it, and I, I want to highlight that because everyone can do something. I'm going to repeat Robin, uh, Ronald Reagan's quote, <laughs> we can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. So that is Aha Africa. Um, it's a podcast. It's extraordinary. We can turn this time into a really positive time. So thank you, Vivian. Thank you for inspiring me, and thank you for inspiring our listeners. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much for inviting me to share the stories of where the help is needed most. I really appreciate this opportunity. It's been so lovely. Thank you, Vivian. Take care. Um, Vivian Cannon, founder of Aha Africa. Go and look for the podcasts. Go and listen to the podcasts. Um, see where you can get involved. You're not helpless. You're not paralyzed. We can all do this together. I have certainly been inspired. So thank you to our wonderful producers. And thank you for tuning in. As always, it is a privilege. For me, Nikki Severini, until next week, do take care. Bye-bye.